0: Today, I will be reading off my journal. I wrote this down while I was compiling the rest of the episodes of the Mama Happy Hour, which you are yet to hear. Um, And I wanted to share with you the reason why I decided to do the Mama Happy Hour podcast. So here goes. Let me tell you the truth. Like this journey of motherhood... I was the perfect mother before I had children. I'm gonna marry you one day. There are some like hard conversations that we need to have. When I was with them, I'm like, we supposed to be that couple we were nine months ago. Speaking time for friends, for getting friends, mom friends. We discover who Essa was as a it's mother. Amazing. you know, the, I mean, it was not a nice experience. But because I had God in my mom of one now, I'm a single mother of two. My kids think I'm the most beautiful person they've ever met. My daughter. Always tells me, "Oh my goodness, you are so beautiful." As I was telling you guys, before I became a mom, um, I thought I had it really all figured out. Um, You know, you get information. We are we are in the age of information, so we have Pinterest, we have Google. We have Baby Center. We have all these things that can actually share with you this information about motherhood, about babies, about... I mean, there's, we, are, we are, you know, we are blessed to have so much information about what is to come. Um, so I was heavily on Pinterest. Pinterest and YouTube was my thing. Um, so I pretty much thought that I grasped the basics of motherhood. <laughs> but nothing prepared me for what a lonely journey it would be. I had experienced this loneliness before when I got my topic pregnancy um, because things moved so fast. My mom and my close family was not able to come and be with me. And because it was a loss of a pregnancy, not a delivery, um, I guess when the situation happened and we finally told them the news, it was more of like, because nothing is really happening, I don't think we need to be there in terms of like, I think at this point, we didn't know how serious the situation was going to be. And um, when I had spoken to my family, I think I just told them, no, it was just going to be a miscarriage. And, you know, usually in the African society, if you go through that type of loss, you um, you have to sort of go through it alone. No one will be there to hold your hand like when you're actually delivering and, you know, having a proper pregnancy. And by the way, this is a narrative um, that needs to be changed. Um, so the ectopic journey was not so easy for me, but there were so many things that were going on that I, re- I didn't realize that I was actually lonely. Um, when everything like finally settled down you know, during the recovery aspect of it is when I realized I really needed my close family um, because my husband was there with me, I thank God, and his family. But we all know if you've ever gone through this type of loss that leads to surgery, that you're vulnerable and you need your close family and friends with you. Um, so I, I. I missed out on that, and yeah, it was unfortunate because I am a diaspora. I, I live in South Africa, and my family is all the way in Kenya. Fast forward um, to my pregnancy, which was a very beautiful and not problematic journey. And I thought I would never feel that way again. My beautiful baby arrived. My mom and brother were there this time. I got the love and the support that I initially longed for. But two and a half weeks later, it was gone. As I said, I am a diaspora. Um, My mom and my brother could only come for a month um, because they had other obligations um, at home. Um, They came and then the baby delayed. Zuri decided to stay in my belly. She did not want to go out. um, And we literally had to induce her. And by the time I got out of hospital and I came back home, that was the only time I had with them. When they went back home, um, I think that's when the reality set in. But honestly, I think it's, it started sinking in the week before they left because I was crying <laughs> almost every day for no reason at all. So um, my mother sat me down and uh, told me that if I needed her anytime. time, I can call and I think that gave me a little bit of relief because guys the three months uh, three months after my mom left I think she was raising Zuri with us but just via online um, because anything that I needed I was calling her at those odd hours so I thank God that I had that type of support when they went back home yeah that's when the reality set in Um, and I thank God I had a loving and supportive husband, as in this man has been with me through it all. The ectopic, as in guys, if I share with you, as I shared with you, the recovery part of the ectopic pregnancy was not easy. I could not even like shower myself. (laughs) So this man was with me thick and thin. And I think that's when I realized that the love that this man has for me is deep because I needed him and he was there for me 100%. And I'm so blessed to have him in my life um, and a man who can do this for me. You know, I do not take that for granted. Um, so when he went back from to work, um, it was just me and Zuri, Um. He, when he came back, he gave me time to rest. He bonded with his child. Um, he truly cared for us. Um, if any of you know him and you know us closely, you know that he is my rock. Um, I had no help at the time. So when Habi was at work, it was just me and Zuri. We created a beautiful routine um, as a family, but it was mostly just the three of us. And yeah, you know how it is. Um and out of my friend group, I was among the first to get a child. So I had no one to set playdates with, guys. And it was rough. <laughs> um, I had one creative outlet that was keeping me company, um, YouTube. But it got to a point when I started feeling sad and lonely. And it started showing even in my content. Um, as a content creator, I think we wear our emotions on our chest. Um that, that I know for a fact. <laughs> so when I, was, when I began to not feel okay, it started showing. And because of that, I decided to stop. Um, I did not want to create um, a negative narrative on motherhood because motherhood is a beautiful journey. And I was going through something and I wanted to figure out what was going on personally. So that's why I stopped. My friends could come and visit when they could. Um, <laughs> but they had their own lives, guys. And they couldn't necessarily hang out with me um, as I had no help, guys. Um, and I feel like I put myself, I, I also removed myself from them at, at a point um, because I also was clinging on my child. I did not want anyone to take care of my child. And, you know, going back, I know that's one thing I would do different. But the reason why I was clinging onto my baby is because I had lost a baby. The loneliness um, definitely uh, affected me because, guys, another thing is I am a natural extrovert. I actually get my energy from people. (laughs) So, you know, not being around people that really affected me, um, you know, not be being able to like see them all the time, do the things that I wanted to do, like, you know, live my own, you know, the way living my life, the way I used to live, I felt it affected me, um, And I wished that I had a community of people that I could talk to and tell them the truth of how I'm actually feeling. Um, Guys, I love my friends. I love them to death. Um, But uh, my non-man friends, I couldn't tell them because I was afraid. (laughs) I was afraid of sounding like I would discourage them. And as a mom, that's the last thing that I wanted to do to people who are not mothers. Um, so f- so for the longest time, I felt that I was the only one going through this loneliness. One year later, um, my f- one of my friends in the friend group got a baby. So yay, I got another mom friend. <laughs> and then my friend um, was relocating and she um, introduced me to her sister. So now I have two mom friends. Um, when we got to talking about the journey of motherhood, Um, When I started finally opening up to them, because, you know, obviously you get the mom friends and then people have different journeys and you see the typical motherhood. Everybody seems to just have it all together. When I finally um, opened up to them about my loneliness, I realized that they felt lonely too. Um, But I was like, let's stay together. At least we have each other, you know. And at that point... um, I was uh, casted for a Pan-African talk show that allowed me to have access to letters from all over Africa. So I then realized, actually, there were so many other mothers going through the things that we were going through. And because we are moms in Africa, we had to hide it to always show that we have it all together. I realized that there was need to have real unscripted conversations but I didn't know where to start. When I finally um, came up with the idea of the Mama Happy Hour space, I ran it by my two uh, mom friends. <laughs> and they loved the idea. And that's when I realized that it's something that I need to do. Because I realized when I got my mom friends, that no one has to go through this journey of motherhood alone. Um, Guys, for the longest time, I used to ask God, why I had to go through that point of motherhood alone. But he showed me that my struggle is my biggest lesson, a lesson that I can share with fellow moms and moms-to-be. And I now know that no one has to go through the journey of motherhood alone. So welcome to the Mama Happy Hour season one. In this space, we'll be talking about the Mama's starter pack. And I am your host, Miss Wakesha.